What's up, y'all? It's Astro and I feel as though podcast, and it's been a while since I did an episode, but today we have a guest. This guest is my girl. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hello there. <laughs> I'm Dakota. I'm just an, uh, a guest on Astro's lovely podcast of I Feel As but um yes this is dakota just like bestie bestie babies all that um so period so today i've been wanting to talk about um a lot of things but i think the direction that i told dakota that i wanted to go in was just to have like a girl talk about things that um don't get talked about as much mm-hmm. and one of the things that i've or I always talk about is just building relationships, especially with other women, or just building relationships in general. And Dakota, how do you how do you feel about that? And how do you go about building relationships with people, um, or even significant others? Like, yes. Well, I'll start with people first, because significant. <laughs> but with people, um, I'm a very friendly person. I'm extroverted, as I don't know what. I talk to everyone, but when it comes to building relationships with people, I really have to tread lightly with that um, because I feel like right now the friendships I have are just perfect for me. And they were like, everyone has like a purpose in my life and it's very smooth sailing with my friendships. So when I meet new friends um, and I see myself getting closer with them, I just kind of have to first, it's like a dating, just seeing how they are, how they act in public. Are they sensitive? Are they mean when they get around people? Like though, I take all those things into consideration. Um, how deep are you like with your, you know, what is your spirituality? Yeah. Is? Are you Christian? Are you Muslim? Well, you know, just the whole nine. Are you yeah. just one of the spiritual girls, free form spiritual girls? And I just think of things, I just, you know, take all that into consideration, honestly, with how deep things will go, how much I'll share with people mm-hmm. and all of that. But as of right now, I haven't had any new friendships that have that um, where I'm like at, at your level. Yeah. Yeah. So the same friends that I've been with since high school have been just there and like my rock for friendships and then came here you and a few just a, literally a few others I kind yeah. of one hand that have been that I have made into friend friendships that I know will last a lifetime and you know be on the level of friendship that me and you have yeah. or someone else so yeah yeah I I think the key word that you said was purpose mm-hmm. the purpose of friendship because I notice a lot of times I don't really look at that just made me reflect so I don't really look at the purpose that everybody has in my life because if you do then that means you'll have to take some people out and I think for me I don't like I don't really like if I call you my friend Mm -hmm. I don't really want to take you out of my life but if you serve if something serves no purpose like if if I kept my baby shoes, mm-hmm. that would be stupid mm-hmm. because I can't wear them. They so they serve no purpose mm-hmm. in my life. They don't fit me. Mm-hmm. So I think of it like that now. I know what you said was a word because mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't think of it. I didn't think of it like that until you said that. Mm-hmm. And for me, with building, I'm really weird when it comes to building um, mm-hmm. relationships because I don't think I picked the best people. Like I feel like some people are very circum. 
what is it circumstance yeah like because i was in college because i like to drink because i like to go out and do these things in the past those were the friends that i've had but if i can i can count on one hand how what how many friends and you're included that i can be like okay outside of college outside of partying outside of doing this they go i'm gonna have them you know they're gonna ride for me and they're my real friends so i don't know if that goes like for you how i think of it Uh but i think a lot of people in our lives probably you have those friends that really serve no purpose. Like they're just there because they're there to give you a good time. Exactly. So, and we're all, and I think too, we're all, it was cool. It was cute to have that group when you're like 18, 19, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that's the turn up part of your life. Mm -hmm. But now since we're about to graduate and be in our jobs and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you really need people that are going to build you up definitely especially when it comes to your faith like i don't know if you can agree probably mm-hmm. but you need people that are going to back you up in that instead of definitely. just always want to party with you and mm-hmm. they they're always on a high if you're and let me tell you something mm-hmm. if people are always on a high mm-hmm. in public mm-hmm. that's bad mm-hmm. i'm just gonna let you know that mm-hmm. but yeah so especially with um women i i tend that to feel like i can't really build relationships a lot of solid relationships mm-hmm. with women. And I think I told my mom this, that you were the first woman that I could actually, I, was, I think I have one more, one more back home. Her name oh. is Eva. But so you were really bad. the first, well, in my adult life, you yeah. were the first solid female friend that I had that I could see, okay, I could probably trust this route. Like, because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of, when I growing up, it was a lot of petty stuff. Like, real, yeah. A lot of petty stuff. I and I have been a victim. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and I more so went with the guys. Like, guys, even though they, you know, degrade women in some way, sometimes yeah. they were cool to hang out with. Like, they were real. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had a booger in your nose, your guy friend was so, going to yeah. tell you. You know what I'm saying? Or, it's- yeah, like girlfriends that be hoping you look bad or just yeah, sa- trying to sabotage bad. you. Just trying to sabotage. It's just like weird because what do you gain from it? Why is everything um, a competition? Yeah. You know no, like, definitely. I definitely think that's a big problem in female relationships. Not female. Yeah. Some people want women relationships. Yeah. Because a lot of people are trying to be in competition with their friend. We should all try to build each other up. Or some... Also, I've experienced some women are just very, like, either intimidated, mm-hmm. like, and they just are very, so, they're just, I can be self-conscious at times, but some mm-hmm. some women are just, like, so, <clears throat> can you hear? <laughs> some women are just so self-conscious, so, like, insecure to the point where it's, like, they place all of that on you. Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations like that where it's, like, I, I I won't go any further, but I've definitely been <laughs> in situations like that where someone had, you know, people have this perception of me, but mm-hmm. never once asked me about it, whatever. They just built this whole thing and then just basically had an issue with me and it created tension about a false thing that they created in their head. Not, meanwhile, nothing was wrong, but it just ended up being a false thing they had in their head. But then, of course, um, you know, after me and that person talked about it, it was all cool and everything. But I, I figured, like, that's what it was. Like, it's just some past traumas that she probably had. And you you kind of just take it like that. It's not, maybe not being ill intention, mm-hmm. but some people got to be aware that, that they can do that. 
Yeah. You just have to be aware that, okay, stop that's, I'm projecting. See, that's like, another I'm, thing. You need to, okay, maybe I'm projecting. Yeah. And like, I tell people all the time, when they, oh, you don't text me back to that? Me and Asher, me and you have been friends since freshman year. Mm-hmm. If they looked at our communication, <laughs> our text thread, our phone calls, and they'd be like, y'all are not friends. They, 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 <laughs> like, y'all are acquaintances. But it's like, because we don't really, de- we don't depend on each other to that extent. I don't text you and call you every time something minor happens. Like, yeah. I just don't. Do, I don't or we don't talk every day. Yeah, we don't talk every day, but it's it's cool though because we have our space. I think that's why we barely we like barely get into disagreements because unless we're like talking about a topic or yeah. something, but it's never no disagreements of where we're questioning each other's character. Oh, the loyalty. Like, that's what I know. But it, it, it never had that. That's what it, I want to get into. Like I was telling another friend, like how do I, I refuse to argue with any of my friends, yeah. especially when it like I see posts. They be like, yeah, we've been through some ups and downs. What, what were the ups and downs? Yeah, like what could have really affected your friendship? But so to I'm the point like, where y'all I don't, don't you can get irritated friends. with people a little bit, but I've never like they're like so your friends are like your siblings. Of course, I'm gonna get irritated. irritated. Yeah, but, but it's like to the point where it's the fallouts. I'm just like y'all didn't talk. Y'all is ghetto. I think like the fallout. I think it's ghetto. I really do because mm-hmm. I feel like like I told somebody. I said I don't even. I'm not. I don't argue with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So what do I look like arguing with you? What are we arguing for? What would, what would like be a part? Like we might as well have an adult conversation because that's how you practice conflict resolution. Because mm-hmm. if you were hot head with your friends, you can be hot head with other people. With other people, and yep. you can't. That's not how life works. You need conflict resolution skills, yeah. and you basically practice that with your friends because that's the people you really um, no that's bump true. heads with. You that practice that true. with your friends. So I just don't understand why people be oh like the constant constant like problems and i know sometimes it could be a tax mm-hmm. definitely could be a tax against the friendships especially yeah. really purposeful friendships and things get into it but you got to be strong and make sure your friendship is solid because i really think that for me how this plays out for me is that <clears throat> my my friendships sometimes some in some way sometimes mm-hmm. not all the time it reflects my relationship that I have with God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I started to notice that because I wasn't, I'm not a texter, I'm not a caller, mm-hmm. but what I realized is that some people need that. Some people mm-hmm. need to feel like, you know, you're in their life. Like for me, mm-hmm. I tell my friends, I don't, I'm not gonna talk to you every day, we'll do, but mm-hmm. just know if you call me and you need somebody to be there, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm there. Exactly. Yeah. But I had to realize that it started, my relationship with God started to kind of like, my time talking to him was short and i realized it was the same with my friends i went through a period where i wasn't talking to nobody mm-hmm. so a lot of the times how i look at it sometimes your your friendships we yeah. it were it reflects the relationship that you might have with that's god that's true that's so that's so how true. i look at it mm-hmm. but like but you know right that's so crazy you're so smart Ashley. <laughs> because like even with school once i'm stressed out with school i don't want to talk with nobody mm-hmm. i'm irritated i just want to go to sleep and that's how I'm sleeping. I'm irritated. I'm not talking to God. Yeah. So I definitely, definitely can see that I become more irritable. I don't want to talk. Sometimes I don't even want to hear about God. Yeah. I'm just like I don't want to be it. very transparent. I just don't. I have I don't have any energy to do anything. Pick yeah. up a Bible. Pick up the ba- the Bible app. I don't really hear to do it when I when I'm in those predicaments where I'm not talking to people. But um. Even when I like do something bad, or I feel like I do something bad, or mm. things at work aren't going well, and I feel kind of like ashamed, 
I don't want to talk to my friends, and I don't want to talk to God. So I, I see how that can go. Yeah, it really, it's like really a trickle effect. Like, and even talking about friendships, I really find it harder to build friendships. And I say this all the time, but I really yeah. find <laughs> it harder to build friendships within the Christian faith than outside of it because people mm-hmm. outside of those relationships mm-hmm. they don't they don't judge as much you can you can do i don't want to say do anything but you could right. do anything no literally you know so and i feel like when it comes to building relationships with christian women some of them are very petty mm-hmm. they act like they've never committed a sin in their life mm-hmm. and when you start talking about real things they get scared and then they start gossiping about you so literally. i feel like for me i'm more comfortable like me and dakota we were in college we Right. We we grew up together in the in the faith together yeah, because we were growing. Yeah, so I'm more comfortable. Not saying that she's a friend out of because she's a Christian too, but yes. I'm more comfortable talking to her because she know you know like we had yeah. that relationship. But you know, going church. to church and trying to find people to that community. Yeah, it's kind of hard because I told my mom like I can't be myself around. I can't be the person that I am mm-hmm. around Dakota around a lot of christian yeah. people uh-huh. because they're gonna be looking like they're gonna be like um everything and then they feel like that's an invitation to be like i don't know judgmental judgmental <laughs> and just very just uh I, religious yeah very religious, very religious. I'm just, like, it just be throwing me off we don't know what you're going through i'm just happen to be the only one that's transparent about it you yeah know no seriously i just happen to be the one that's transparent about it. the whole time you're probably struggling with struggling it. with something too and that's not a bad thing but it's like the whole time you're probably struggling with something too but since yeah. you're always around a group of people that's all not all talk because not all of them are all talk mm-hmm, yeah but when you're safe you're around a group of people that's just always um this it looks right on the outside you're battling with so many other issues, but you make it look so cute. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. hide it. Like mm-hmm. the a person I could say that was very vulnerable mm-hmm. with their stuff was my dad. My dad yeah. was very vulnerable, and I think I learned it from him. Mm-hmm. Is that he was very vulnerable, and you yeah. need people that are like that. Like I yeah. said, a lot of people be trying to fake. They don't never went through anything. They never like even let's talk like even with sex, right? Yes, a lot of let's people will take your mistake or take what you did and make it seem like that's the greatest sin of all and then they'll condemn you for it but not realizing that they're the same person that watches pornography yeah late at night Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but as soon as you mention Mm -hmm. a sexual uh, like you the action of having sex it's all it's it's weird like and i think a lot of people a lot of people in the christian faith they don't talk about sex like they're supposed to like definitely even when it comes to celibacy like a lot of people don't talk about it now mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are ashamed of it and that's why we get this idea that sex is supposed to be this one thing mm-hmm. because we get it from and also, other people talking about it i've looked at things when like it's the consequences when the church isn't real or they're not yeah. talking about it because People, I've heard stories about stories. I heard stories about people getting married and still thinking sex is not like they're not supposed to be doing it. Like they still think, oh my, like this is bad. Like we're not supposed to be doing this because wow. we're so used to like you're not supposed to have be, sex. But they never talked about the goodness of sex and marriage. But they only focus on the celibacy part, the not doing purity, the, the purity, and not looking at your wife in a certain or not looking at your fiance girlfriend in a certain way because mm-hmm. it'll cause you to stumble. So then, when they got together, they actually could do all those things. They just kind of like, 
uh, am I listening? Like, yeah. But it's like you condition you can, like the church has to just have a healthier discussion about about sex. sex. Yes, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> she said, "Cut that out. Cut that out." Yes, it is. It's, it's good in in the, the bedroom of marriage. The bedroom of marriage. She said it's good, <laughs> but no, like even with this topic, like I I never like to talk about sex, but I feel like I'm a transparent. <clears throat> Me myself, I'm celibate. Dakota's celibate, and we're really walking, trying to walk this thing out. Like it's a hard. Let me tell y'all something. It's a hard thing to do when you have people around you and things and thoughts that you yes. are trying to control. And like, I don't know about you, but when I made the decision to be self, <laughs> that's when people start coming, coming off at the you. Forward. Yeah. I'm like, when I was wanted to be reckless, yeah, it wasn't that much of a op- it wasn't that many opportunities. Nobody was saying that. But the minute I put my foot down and say, I'm, I'm not, not having not sex. Doing it, that's when yeah. everybody start coming out. I'm yeah. like, where was y'all at when I was in my rebellious stage? No, seriously. Y'all came here as soon as I opened up the Bible and start <laughs> praying. He <laughs> said, Lord, I don't have Lord, can, take put a chat, cha- put a chastity belt on it. Cha- <laughs> no, but like I, I used to be ashamed to talk about sex because because of what because I'm not a virgin. I did what I did and that's just what it is but it's all under the blood even mm-hmm. but um no. i just feel like it's really hard like we're talking we're it's girl talk like let's be honest like it's hard especially me i have a boyfriend and yeah. i feel like more more so now like now than ever i'm starting to put my foot down on things that i don't need to be doing like i don't want to be like i know my boundaries like i just, mm-hmm. I just recently told my boyfriend like I know my boundaries mm-hmm. and that's just what I'm going to stick to. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Like when you get into a relationship, your next relationship, how are you going to tell your partner, we are not doing this? So how? <laughs> um, I would even, I, some people say don't bring it up early, no, but, but me I personally, I would bring it up early. So just so you know, you can do all your mixing and mingling and scrambling and mm-hmm. your never minds beforehand instead of trying to do it later i would you know just say like you know i am um before we take this any further i do want to say sex into marriage yeah no i'm not a virgin but i would like to say sex into the next my next sex partner be my husband Mm -hmm. and that's just what it will be and (laughs) give that person time to say what they got to say and if he'd be like i mean I think I can do that. But it's like, do you want to do that? Yeah. Like, do you already have that desire to do that? I'm not saying that if a person doesn't have that, like, if a person isn't like me who knows whatever, that they, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they can't do it. But it's just like, but do you have your own revelation as to why we you don't shouldn't do it? Because if we're going into a close call, mm-hmm. is there something in your head telling you to stop? You go up, you gonna hear two voices, but yeah. is there something in your head telling you to not go further with now, what we're probably about to do? My next question, and I battle with this question myself. Oh, that's why I'm gonna answer a second. Okay. But do you regret ever losing your virginity? No. Oh wow. I don't <laughs> why? Because I really can't change it. Like that's just something I really 
cannot change. And I mm-hmm. feel like with sex, it brings a lot of shame and guilt. So the minute I start to regret it a lot, you're gonna is the minute I'll start feeling ashamed of it because I'll okay. think about how it happened and how many people and all that. And then I'll yeah. start feeling really, really down. But also, um, <clears throat> I know it wasn't right, I know it was him. Right. So I'm kind of glad I went through what I went through because then I can tell other girls, like, listen, this soul tie, you don't want. You're going to start liking boys that you, that you had sex with that you never had intentions on liking. They're not even the type of person. Not even the type of person you talk. You know what I'm saying? That's when you start to get jealous over the person. You start to get territorial over yep. the person. You start really going crazy. That's you something. can't see them in public. Something reminds you Something of them. reminds you. That, that stuff all could be avoided. Yeah. Like, I think the only reason why I say I regret losing my virginity is mm-hmm. because when you get into a marriage with a person mm-hmm. and you have sex with them, mm-hmm. let's say, because my mom always used to say it too, and it made sense that, I almost said an ex's name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's say that David, your current husband, he, you know, y'all had sex with the group, but then you're thinking about, Oh boy, because yeah. David isn't doing it how how so and so is yeah, doing it. Yeah, and I've actually heard people that are this, so yeah. Because when you look at it, sex is supposed to be. I think how I got free from condemnation and shame mm-hmm. with about you know the whole thing mm-hmm. is that I know that God loves me. He created sex for a reason, mm-hmm. and I feel like it was to keep us from heartbreak. It was to keep us from creating soul ties, mm-hmm. and it was to keep us from thinking that way when you marry the person that you're supposed to marry. Definitely. Because so not thinking about the other sex partners that you had. And then too, you're gonna be looking like, okay, I'm not trying to have sex with my husband no more because he's not doing it the way that old boy was doing it. Yeah. Old boy got me to you're not even supposed to be thinking that that I think that was the reason why yeah. like God those reasons were the they were And like pregnancy and stuff. Yeah and then yeah again mm-hmm. pregnant stuff. So it's a whole bunch STDs. of like yes. So a lot, I think a lot of people look at the the rules and think, okay, you're not supposed to, that because that's how I looked at it. I looked at it from a religious standpoint yeah. where it was kind of like, okay, I'm not supposed to do it because you're supposed to stay a virgin until you get married and da 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 So I feel like that really was my downfall and trying yeah. to, I think I did it to prove something to myself where I was in a rebellious state mm-hmm. and to just do what I wanted to do. But for me, I think I regret losing my virginity. Oh my gosh. Yeah. because i feel like actually it's a regret and it's it's not a regret because i feel like i learned a lot of things yeah on the way if i could go back in time but i I would definitely save myself yeah like i would save myself but it's not like i'm thinking about it like oh i'm gonna cry yeah but it's just like it's like i did it i did it it's whatever and i'm a born again virgin so (laughs) yeah but i mean you know like I think a lot of people, that's why I want to bring my girl Dakota on here because we won't, we won't get to talking about it. I feel like a lot of people shy away from the conversation of like celibacy, sex, and all that. And they want to sound too perfect. Ain't nothing yeah. perfect over here. So Not I'm going to tell it how it is. But I think that's when you, like for me, telling my story and telling people what I did, that's how you get freedom mm-hmm. from those things. Because a lot of times, like you said, mm-hmm. shame and all that stuff will start to come in. But once you start talking about it, it's like, okay, what can you do? It's not already it, is, it, isn't, it doesn't seem as bad as you thought it was. Because yeah. your mind or the, the devil, whoever, just been playing games in your mind. Yeah. Thinking that this is just unredeemable. And it's just so, you're just so out of touch with that reality now. You just can't go back to um, 
your previous date. But once you start talking about it, you're like, oh, you went through that too? I did it yeah, too. Yeah, I went yeah. through that too. Yes, I did. I had my moments. Yeah. But like, and then a little short segment on relationships. This is probably going to be a part two because I told Dakota, we have this thing we do. We call each other sisters in Christ. And I really want to build upon that. I see. Yeah. I really want to build upon that. But for another thing that I want to talk about is just um, relate like relationships, relationships, not friendships. I'm talking about heterosexual relationships. Yes. Oh. And my girl is single. Oh. So what do you look for in a man? Like, mm. what's the tea? What's the tea? Well, I look for a, a very much a God fearing man. I'm a man that exudes confidence pause i'm sorry you said god-fearing let's crash that let's crash that i <clears throat> and that's i told god-fearing but the real i thank you <laughs> that's why I, I was about to say mm-hmm. i find this might sound so bad the way i'm about to say it yes christian men to me like are some in some way unattractive and i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it a buck because a buck i not I love Chris, like, that's cool. We love that. You know, you want somebody equally yoked. But I really do not like when they don't know how to let down the personality of God oh, and actually man. show, get, show me the personality that God okay. gave you. They always want to read Bible scriptures and, you know, go to church. That's a date. Or just, th- like, hit you with questions on why. Like you trying to quit Jonah got swallowed by the whale. Like I, I personally mm-hmm. want to talk about like I love my boyfriend and how he loves God and does his thing, but we don't always have to talk about yes. scripture. We don't always have to talk about controversial pastors and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, um, how do you feel about that? Listen, how would I feel? I feel as though. No. <laughs> I feel as though, and this is how we always start our yeah, conversations yeah, on the phone call. Yeah. I feel as though. As a man, I find manly man things attractive. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna hear you talk about basketball. Mm-hmm. I wanna hear you talk about football. I wanna hear you talk about like just manly man things. Yeah. Your trip at Home Depot or Lowe's. Like, I want to hear. I want to hear you talk about those things. Of course, I'm going to know your relationship with God just by the way you act with me and when treat you talk me. to me, the, how you treat me, mm-hmm. how you treat other people. Yep. I'm going to notice. I'm going to pick up on that. I'm not saying, but there's also a time where we do need to talk about God. Yeah, of course. When we talk about God. That can actually um, say we're in a heated moment and we start talking about God. It'll really sober us up or yeah. something like that. So I like that and talking about God and just the Bible and things like that. But I hate when guys will like quiz me, like some Christian men. Don't quiz me on God and you're trying to test my relationship with God by seeing how much like scripture I know or information <laughs> that I know. I could have just came out of a crazy wilderness season, a crazy time where I felt like I couldn't talk to God. I was under, under spiritual attack. So you asked me about some scriptures that I just truly haven't been studying. Now you're going to be like, I don't have a relationship with God. And I feel like that's a disservice to me and whatever. And I remember they really ticks me off about this. <laughs> I was on TikTok one time and I hate TikTok. The, the, some of the Christians on TikTok really just really grind, grind my ears. Yep. So this one boy was like, when I'm looking at a girl, I really look at her Instagram, but she doesn't have anything about God in her Bible. In her bio, <laughs> then that means that, you know, she's not that. She's not really 
you know, because people I guess titles. Yeah, and then he was like, if she has a but if she has a basic scripture in her bio, don't off if it's like Philippians four thirteen. Four thirteen. <laughs> I'm gonna be questionable because that's a scripture everybody has. I'm like, are you truly? Like trying to see about this person, or you just looking at their Instagram bio? What if that is their favorite scripture? Truly. So what if it's not like that? What or if the twenty third Psalm? Yeah. What if that is their favorite scripture? What if that is? And then, and then he was like, "Well, that's um, those scriptures are sometimes out of context and everything." Okay, then. Well, maybe that person's that. Person. Not that's what you're really doing too much about a scripture and the value and what the scripture is. I'm like, are you mad at their aesthetic for the Instagram? I don't understand, but. Christian boys sometimes. Maybe too much. They can Maybe be a little much. That's I like the ones with a lot of personality. But when it gets down but when to it the things down of God, to really gritty, you know, but I don't When we go to worship. church and I see you worship, that's what I like that's, to see. That's what I don't care about on Instagram bio. You can have nothing about God in your bio. I want to see what you working with in what, person. What are your fruits? And my, you can think all you want to, but say if we get married, and you know we're gonna be married for, for forever. Mm-hmm. You can't fake the funk for that long. Yeah, your true colors gonna try to come yeah. out. You not no Bible thumper Christian as y'all thought you were. Yeah, don't play with me. Yeah, but look, y'all, we running, we running out of time. This has to be a part two. But I want to thank my girl Dakota for coming on mm-hmm. to talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like these were very interesting topics. This conversation went the way that I needed it and wanted it to go. Uh-huh. So I thank my girl for coming on. And I appreciate everybody for listening to I Feel As Though podcast. And yeah. And period. And we we out.